Before I jump into today's podcast, a little bit of business. I'm super proud to partner with a magazine I absolutely love, Cyclist Magazine, for today's podcast. Cyclist, if you don't know, it's a monthly magazine dedicated to the very best in the road cycling world. Every issue takes you on the best routes and gets you under the skin of the most iconic brands in the world of cycling. From the best bikes and kiss to the best cycling destinations around the UK and Europe and the biggest names in the industry, Cyclist has you covered. Cyclists are offering an introductory offer to new subscribers where you can subscribe and get three issues for only £5. Claim this offer by using the link cyclist.co.uk forward slash roadman. That's cyclist.co.uk forward slash roadman. I'm going to pop all the details for this amazing offer in the show notes. Go and check it out. This is episode 597 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast. Today I want to talk about how you can stay motivated over the winter period. Let us cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Roadman, welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. I've been playing around on Twitter. For some reason, I... I'm back on Twitter. I don't know if it's motivated. It's not motivated by Elon's takeover, but I think Twitter's just been in the news more recently because of Elon's takeover of Twitter. And it just reminded me and it kind of reignited my fire for Twitter. I've always thought it's a cool platform because it's where we can go for contemporaneous news as something is breaking. You know, Russia uh, fires or accidentally doesn't fire on Poland. It's a cool place straight away to figure out what's going on there where news and everything else lags behind. So for that reason, I've been playing around on Twitter a bit more and I've been running little polls on Twitter. And one of the polls that I found interesting was challenges people had over the winter period. And a lot of people are struggling with motivation over the winter period. So that is what I want to talk about in today's podcasts, because the evenings are getting dark. Sometimes it's dark when we leave for work in the morning and it's dark when we get home in the evening. I was like that in King's Inn when I was studying law. It's really depressing. There's also that little bite in the air. The mornings are a little bit frosty. We're months away from those target events. So I really don't blame people when they start to lose a little bit of motivation around this time of year. I've been there so many times. So today, what I want to do is I want to share some tips that have helped me myself to get through those dark, unmotivated winter periods. And these are tips that we've also battlefield tested with our clients at Roadman. And it's got them through the winter as well. So I love that sort of sample group we have. I've been able to test things on a small group of clients before rolling it out across our broader client base. That way we're almost assured it's going to work. And we're 10 years in now. I can't believe we're 10 years into the Roadman experience. I remember sitting in my bedroom when I was riding for Apogee Super U in France, 50 euro a week, glamorous stuff, but I had an internet connection and I was like, how do I make some money with an internet connection? And I'd already started coaching a couple of friends and they were progressing. And it was at that point where a friend of a friend said, well, would you coach me? And that was the first time I started coaching. There wasn't very many traditional coaching companies around. There was one or two of the big ones in the US, but there wasn't a whole pile in Ireland and the UK. And that was it 10 years ago and we're still going. So I think we must be one of the longest running coaching companies at this point. Anyway, here is my sort of tips for staying motivated over the winter period. 
Number one, I think it's important to take a break, folks. And this is a double-edged sword because I've talked about it a lot. Some people don't need a break. If you've had a sporadic season where you've ridden a little bit and you've put the bike away, you've done one or two events, you don't need a break. Taking a break, I recommend for anyone who's put down a full racing season. So assuming that's you, taking a break off the bike, it's a great way to get the love back. Because when I was riding seriously, especially when I was riding full time, I used to force myself to stay off the bike for at least two weeks. And I'd often even stretch that out for another week until I was literally dying to get back on the bike. Like I'd have my dad hide my wheels on me or something. That all saying that absence makes the heart grow fonder. And it certainly does because you come back into it with a new vigor and a new love for the bike. Everything's fresh when you get in and that lasts you about a month. And that's what we're looking to do. Get these little micro bursts of motivation to just pass by a little bit more of the winter. The second one that's worked really well, it's still one I'm planning to head off to Girona next week. It is to take a winter break. I've always tried to break up the winter by heading somewhere warm. Even if you can only get away for five days a week, it is really worth it. Because what happens is you'll have a couple of weeks before the trip where you'll be really excited about the trip. And then you'll have the trip and then you have a couple of weeks after the trip when you get back and you're just absolutely buzzing and you're talking to everyone. You're not really annoying guy going, oh, I can't believe how bad the weather is here. When I was in Spain, the weather was amazing. You're that annoying guy for a couple of weeks. So although you actually only get away for about seven days, you get about a month's worth of motivation out of one of these trips. Also, there's potential on these trips to have an amazing bump in your fitness. Like seven days of really hard riding can give you what we call a super compensation bump in fitness. This is where you have a massive spike in chronic training load figures over a short space of time. This is nearly impossible to achieve when you're staying at home and balancing work, family and your regular schedule. So there's a double pronged element to taking that winter break. The next one, number three, it's to plan a scary goal for next season. It needs to be something that motivates you to jump up out of bed in the mornings. If you have a 60 minute session to do before you go to work in the morning the alarm clock goes off now you're faced with a choice it's press snooze go back to sleep make some excuses about how you didn't sleep great or jump up because that goal scares the absolute life out of you you know if i don't get up and do this session I am not going to get through this. It's going to be embarrassing. I've told people about this. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail in front of myself. I'm going to fail in front of my children, my colleagues, my peers, my club mates. You get out of bed because that goal is so, so scary. That for me is trying to get back racing next year. I've been dabbling around for a couple of seasons, jumping in, jumping out and kind of had the excuse on the backboard of going, oh, I'm not training very much. Now, guess what? I am back training and because I'm back training and I'm saying I'm going to come back and I'm going to do some racing next year, I have that scary goal. I jump up in the morning, the alarm goes off, I'm not pressing snooze, I'm out of bed and I'm on the bike straight away, first thing in the morning, set a scary goal. Number four, and this one's took me a long time to learn, miles do not count as double in the cold or the rain. Like, avoid the really horrible days. While I'm an advocate and I spoke at length and I've talked to podcasts, Colin O'Brady stands out about doing hard things and the importance of that calloused mind, as David Goggins would say. We don't need to turn sadomasochist with this. Personally, I know I have the ability to ride for long hours in very poor, inclement weather. These are conditions I've always performed well in. 
But I don't have to torture myself in single digit temperatures when it's raining, when there's sleet. These miles do not count as double. Your immune system's going to be suppressed. You're look you're looking a little bit more likely like you might pick up a bug. And to be honest, a lot of the time it not only do they not count double, they actually count as half because your riding isn't as effective. You're cold, you're having to freewheel around corners because they're so slippy, as I found out to my detriment at the weekend. You will be better off sitting inside on the indoor trainer and tapping away at your endurance zone or whatever session you have planned for the day than sitting outside freezing your ass off and trying to prove that you're a hard man. So although I think you do need some limited exposure to getting outside and making sure you're comfortable in that, especially if it's a weakness for you, you need to expose yourself to it. But if it's not a weakness for you, if you know you can ride in that conditions, prioritize getting the physiological adaptation from the session rather than the mental adaptation. So it boils back to what type of outcome are you looking from for this session most of the time i'm looking for physiological adaptations at the moment not mental adaptations the choice of indoor bikes you can get now is just so good like as i'm recording this podcast i'm looking across the room and i have the stages sb20 bike i've been rocking that now for a couple of months since stages came on board and sponsored the podcast and it's a beast of a machine like five six years ago it was unimaginable to be an indoor bike of this quality but now we've stages bikes we've what bikes we've wahoo kickers and not to mention the software platforms to pass the time like zwift ruby full gas there's really no excuse for not having a good indoor setup but get a fan i've made that one there made that mistake the hard way number five it's rewards these can be like mini little process goals for yourself. Think of them like that. So for example, if you stay off alcohol till Christmas week, you're going to get a new jacket. Drop five kilograms by new year and you'll get a new set of wheels. Don't miss a session till February and you'll get a new bike. These are powerful as they pull you towards them. But like the holiday example I gave you earlier on, they give you some motivation in the lead up to it because you're chasing that. You're saying, okay, it's almost Christmas time and I haven't had a drink yet. That's going to give you some pulling motivation towards it. But you also get that little fuzzy feeling in the wake of it as well, that trailing fuzzy feeling for a few weeks after because you have the new jacket, the new wheels, the new bike. Another powerful way to break up the winter. And the last and final one, it's to get a coach. Because when I got back training, there was zero doubt in my mind that I needed a coach. Yesterday's podcast was with Ed Veal. I hope you had a chance to check it out. Ed was someone I reached out to immediately. I firmly believe we have the best coaches in the world at Roadman Cycling. Like the guys in our stable are just brilliant. And we've honed that process over 10 years of how you coach someone with this five-part system that no one else is doing, where we've strength and conditioning, we've nutrition, we've motivation, we've biohacking, and we've on-the-bike training. I believe that's unique. And I love what we're doing at Roadman. I think we're building something really special. But I knew I couldn't get the guys at Roadman to coach me. I knew it wouldn't work coaching the boss. Who wants to coach the boss? It's a disastrous job. So I had to reach out to somebody I trusted. And I reached out to an old teammate of mine, Ed Veal. And Ed's been brilliant because he is everything a coach should be. He's that guy in your corner. He's the guy who's making sure you're doing the right training. And when you know you're doing the right training, it gives you the confidence that each session is bringing you closer to your target. Training without a coach, honestly, it's like swinging a load of punches in the dark and hoping one lands. It is imperative to be motivated to get you through the winter. There are just a couple of tips that I think will help you shorten the winter. The stuff that's worked really well for me in the past. Tomorrow's interview episode is back again, and that is with the amazing Siobhan O'Hagan. We're starting to turn up the heat a little bit on YouTube. YouTube, you're going to have to stay with me. It's a process. you got to think about the podcast. When we started the podcast, we came on this journey. If you've been with me from the very start from the podcast, you'll notice week on week, we've made these tiny 
incremental, almost imperceptible improvements in the quality of production, the quality of audio, the quality of editing, etc., etc. The same is about to start happening over on our YouTube channel. It's not massive at the moment. We're at around 8,000, 9,000 subscribers, something like that. Check it out. Just search Roadman Cycling Podcast over on YouTube and you're going to start seeing those incremental changes in the YouTube channel over the coming weeks and months, especially as we try and transition to the in-person stuff out in Girona. Exciting times, Roadman. Chat to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.